0: Welcome to the Save by Mother Earth podcast. I'm your host, Heather Webster, and I'm so excited to have you here today as we talk about self-connection through spirituality and nature immersion. I'm so excited about the guest that I have for you today. Her name is Tracy Hamilton, and she is a hypnotherapist, along with many other great modalities that she uses to help people self-connect. So without further ado, here's the interview with Tracy. Welcome Tracy to the Save by Mother Earth podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm doing fantastic. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. So one of the things I always kind of start off with with guests are kind of tell us your story and how you got to where you are now and the work that you're doing now and how that kind of relates to self-connection.
1: Well, for so long, um, I definitely wasn't about self-connection. I was about doing things to fit in, you know? So I grew up really, you know, not well off, pretty, pretty poor. And, you know, ever since then, I was determined to prove that I, you know, just because I was born into whatever situation, that that didn't make me. And I strive to Anything that anybody said I couldn't do, especially so if they said I couldn't do it, then I was going to prove them wrong and do it. So I joined the military at 17. I became an MP. Um, I, you know, got married to my ex-husband and tried to stay in an abusive relationship because people were telling me this will never work out. You know, I just always uh, trying to just prove people wrong following whatever that would be versus what actually I knew would make me happy. Um, I became an officer in the military and I went, I got the opportunity to go fly helicopters for the army. Again, it sounds really cool and uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it wasn't something I was passionate about. But again, just always following after what what looked good on paper, what, would, what I would be able to prove to other people that hey, look where she came from and look what she did. You know, she couldn't do that. And then I proved them wrong. Um, and I ended up getting out medically. And there, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened in between all that that just kind of led up to when I really look back now, seeing that there was signs along the way, you know, that I was getting that this isn't where you're supposed to be um, from uh, having the abusive relationship from, having things happen to me in the military that um, you know, were trying to give me a way out because I was upset all the time. I don't wanna do this, I, you know, but I was gonna stick it out. Um, and I met my husband now uh, and there was now looking back and I could tell you all about that one day, but there's just things that pointed me to go towards him. And recently um, we went through a pretty rough time And, you know, with work, I was a survival instructor, um, after I got out of the military. Um, so there was some things going on with work and whatnot. And I started to seek out him and I both started to seek out just healing and growth. And I realized that I hadn't dealt with all the trauma. And so I started seeking out ways to, to recover from all that. And, uh, I started. I was just online one day, and I saw um, a video for online hypnosis. Like you can, you, let me hypnotize you. And I'm like, this this person's doing a video, and they can, they think they can hypnotize me. This is okay. Let's. It was again proving them wrong. And no, they can't do that to me, right? And so I watch this little video, and I'm laying in bed, and I'm watching this video, and all of a sudden, you know, my eyes are closed, and my hand starts going up, and I'll tell you, I was fighting it. So I'm like, this isn't, gonna this isn't gonna happen. And then I opened my eyes and my hands up in the air. And so I'm like, okay, nope, turn this off. You know, nope, that didn't just happen. You know, it uh, kind of freaked me out a little bit. Well, then a few weeks later, I was at work. And where I worked, it wasn't a place where, you know, hypnosis or hypnotherapy would be a thing that people would be walking around with information about. And my boss, um, had a had a packet of paper, and it had hypnosis on it. And I'm like, "What is this?" I stopped him. Right, I, I caught it out of the corner of my eye. Stopped him, and I said, "What is this?" And he told me a little bit about, you know, hypnotherapy, what it was, and there was a school for it. His wife is going to it, and I'm like, "They teach this is real. Like you get. I've always had that uh, idea that it was like going." to a stage hypnosis show and, and whatnot. And so I looked deeper into it. And now I've always been the type, I, you know, to have my master's degree in, in business. And I've always been the type to just like really procrastinate and then not really do the work, but wait to the last minute and just wing it. And I, you know, I could do that and get it a grade. So I never really read a lot of this stuff. I pretty much bs it all, you know, and and I, you know, I hate to say that, but that's kind of how school—that's another topic—but that's kind of how I feel a lot of school is. But I wasn't passionate about any of it. I could—I saw that I could learn to take a test, and I didn't really need to to know the information because it was just something that was going to look good on paper. But I was—I I signed up for the school, and I was genuinely interested. I was doing, you know, self work. I was working with a hypnotherapist, um, a mentor on my own, you know, the work that I needed to do. And I saw how much I, how passionate I was about it, how much I was investing extra time that I had. I was actually doing the work and I was enjoying it. And I saw for the first time that this is something that I wanted to do, not because somebody else was telling me that, no, you can't do that. um, But because it was something I was genuinely interested in it. And after that, I started seeing all these different synchronicities of um, just things lining up, you know, and, and some people could say it was the law of attraction. I was attracting all these other things. You talked a little bit earlier about Reiki and um, just essential oils and things like that that you've had people come on and do a podcast about. And I just, I started to discover all those different things and... I really started to heal from the inside out. Not I didn't just have this outward appearance that everything was okay. And I started connecting with people saying that, you know, that I it was something that I could that I shared with a lot of people. Um, and it led me to giving up everything, you know, you talked about giving up your job and a little bit ago and um, giving everything up in and just chasing your dreams and not chasing after, you know, tangible things um, and really focusing on what makes you happy and making memories and and connections and things like that versus just chasing a dollar or chasing uh, something that, that's going to look good on paper or that's going to, you know, make other people see that, oh, well, she has a respectable job because it's, it's a normal job, you know, um, and so we sold everything. We're in the process of selling another house that we have. We had a renter in it. And, you know, during this time, I, you know, started teaching yoga and I fell in love with we, we moved out to my husband's family's property. And I never thought that I would have property with a bunch of cows on it and chickens and donkeys and goats and that I would like to garden and do all that stuff. Cause I used to get aggravated with my grandmother. She loved doing that. So planting things and gardening and I'm like, who finds this fun, you know, and growing up. And now I just find so much joy and being outside and being with nature and starting to, you know, live a holistic, uh, a minimalist, uh, more minimalist. I'm not going to say completely minimalist. There's, there's extremes. I'm not ready to go there yet. Cause I like, I like pretty little things, um, to decorate with, but anyway. Um, so it, it, I've just found so much more happiness in it. I found more of a, a deeper connection with my children, with my husband, uh, with myself and, more meaningful connections with people that I meet like through here, like on podcasts, you're across the other side of the country, you know, and just being able to connect with people genuinely. um, It's, it's all spun from paying attention to all those little signs, paying attention to all those synchronicities, not chasing after what society tells me is where I should be and, and genuinely chasing after something that makes me happy. And it all started off with, hypnosis. And so that's, that's what I'm doing now. I'm trying to bring all these things together that I love so much that have helped me so much so that I can, you know, maybe show the light to other people and show them that they can heal themselves from within with all these different tools. And that, you know, there's a lot of stuff weighing us down, you know? Right.
0: And I love how you were open to seeing the sign for it too, right? You saw it, you tried it. You're like, no, 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 I'm not going to be pulled down this. And then you go to work and it's like, well, we're going to show you again, because this is where you're supposed to go. And so I love that you were able to look for that sign and how it's opening up the world to all these other modalities and things that you can do. And you talked about goat yoga and talking about how right, Bringing almost nature into your practices. Have you found a difference now that you're you, um, you were talking about like your grandmother? I did the same thing. My mom and family loves to garden. I was like, I that was just not something that I felt connected to as a child. And now as I'm getting older, I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I do want to do that because I want to be more sustainable. Like, and maybe that is gonna be relaxing and calming and for, for me. Do you find that as you're diving into more of those, these modalities of almost spiritual modalities or connection modalities that you're finding that it's pulling you towards the outside more as well?
1: I definitely think that it is. Um, I, and you have such a great satisfaction or I do whenever I plant something. And then um, I also didn't used to like to cook and now I really like to cook from scratch, you know? And, So being able to, knowing that the plants that I planted, I'm now able to serve food for my kids and having, you know, this self-sustaining life, it's very rewarding and, um, you know, it, it just tastes so much better and you can feel almost the nourishment, you can feel it affecting you versus, you know, buying stuff, even, even, vegetables at the store or whatnot. You just still don't know what's in them, but, um, you know, you get a sense of safety, pride, satisfaction that you put all that into it. And, you know, just connecting outside. And I did a past life regression. Uh, my mentor did one with me. And that's another thing that I, I, do with hypnosis as well. And whenever I went to that past life, I saw that I was, you know, a woman who, had a self-sufficient farm, did all these things. And I was just the simplicity, the simplicity and the connection with earth is something that, that I was, you know, reminded of that. That was, and that was in the beginning of all this going on. Um, excuse me. And seeing all those things and this is happening before this, I went through this, uh, past life regression before all this started to come into fruition um and it pointed me on that direction and the happiness that I saw in my past life that I had you know I'm now experiencing it and it was something that I had taken for granted and kind of um you know I, I I was happy in my past life but it was like I said it was just it was the norm so you know, I still had that desire to go out and do this. And so now in this life, it, it, I was able to kind of start from that other side and then come back to, you know, the grass being greener on the other side, not the opposite of whatever people say, whenever, you know, they're looking for the grass beard on the other side, it was actually greener on the other side. So,
0: right. So, So I know, so I've been hypnotized at one point, somebody came into my college and did hypnosis on anybody who wanted to volunteer. And I remember like being in the auditorium and, and being under hypnosis and all of that, but can you kind of give the listeners kind of an idea and myself more information about like hypnotherapy and what it is and kind of what it, how it works or what, what kind of work you do?
1: Well, I'll start off with the things that I'm certified and then I, I work through is I wanted to do things and I, I feel like this is why I, another reason why I had to go through all the things that I went through is so that I could sit here and talk to and, and be able to relate to people, relate to clients like that have been through trauma. I, I, when I say, I know what you're, you're going through, I genuinely know what you're going through because majority of the things, you know, I'm, I've gone through or I can associate it or with something that I've gone through. Um, and so I have my certification in trauma and grief and PTSD, um, ADD, ADHD. Uh, so these are all things that hypnosis can help with. Um, weight loss, fitness, um, stress, anxiety. Uh, I'm actually starting to, uh, about, after we get off of our Zoom call today, I'm starting on my birthing um, hypnosis certification and you know so there's just so much that hypnosis can help with smoking um overall confidence things like that um so what what hypnosis is is it's actually something that we all go into naturally anyway so you go into it we call it the power hour the hour before bed um that's when you're really suggestible especially because you're gonna lie down you're gonna vent out things in your dreams that you know um, you don't need any more and, and whatnot. And you're able to work things out in your dreams, but that hour before bed, your subconscious is just taking all this stuff in. And what, what it is is it's, it's much like <clears throat> a meditative state. You're kind of in that same state where you're open and relaxed and you're open to suggestions. And so, um, you go in and out of it all day. It's not just before sleep. You go in it when say you're, highway hypnosis that's a real thing driving down the road and you're like how about you get to your destination you're like how did I get here or you missed your term because you're so just like in that tunnel vision um that's a hypnotic state um you can be watching a movie and you can't hear somebody calling your name um or you're getting so emotionally involved that you can you start to have like um feelings you know you you, you feel with the 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 um, characters or whatever you might cry or get upset or you know what i mean because you're taking in those suggestions you're taking in all that stuff um and so it's a very natural state and so we use that natural state as a way to uh speed up the process of change now um it's used against the, i mean, if you think about it have you ever been watching tv late at night and you wake up in the morning and you're like, why do I want a cheeseburger at, in the morning? Because, you know, you kept seeing all these commercials about cheeseburgers, you know what I mean? And that's just an example, but it's because you're, you're getting those suggestions <clears throat> and your subconscious is taking those in. And so with when you look at the mind, right, just a, a brief description of how we take things in and, and what suggestion is. So 88% of our mind is and all of our actions is powered by our subconscious mind. right? And we have knowns in there and we have unknowns. Your, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between reality and fantasy. It just knows that Heather likes this. She, she doesn't like this, you know? Um, and so what happens is you're, there's a critical area of your mind and that acts as a filter. So everything going on in your, in your outside world when it's starting to come in that filter filters it out it, it's meant to protect you right but sometimes it doesn't necessarily protect you against the things that aren't harm or it will protect you from things that aren't necessarily harmful it could be things that you want to change say and where where that what happens with that is your subconscious says for instance i want to stop smoking but it's a known and your i'm sorry your conscious mind says i want to stop smoking that's what the remaining 12% of our how we um act in the world. The 88% is saying, no, this is what we know. This is, we're a smoker, right? And so you get to where your button heads, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind is letting heads. And so when that happens, who do you think is going to win out? The 80%. The subconscious, the 88%. Exactly. And so what hypnosis seeks to do is it takes the conscious mind, what you want, your goal that you have, your goal is to sell your house and give up your job and have the confidence to do it and seek after this, this, uh, lifestyle that you're wanting to live on the road and, and all that. Right. So you might just not have the confidence to do it because it's not what you know. Right. And so if you want to change that, that subconscious, if you want to change that known, we put you into this state, we use this natural state and we, it kind of massages the critical area of the mind, that that part of your mind that's acting as your protector or kind of, um, you know, we're kind of making it relax and and whatnot so that we can sneak by, pass through, because it gets relaxed and now it's like, okay, well, sure, you can come on in, you know? Um, And we we make sure it feels safe, right? And so then when when we put you in that subconscious, we're able to drop in the suggestions that you want, Um, you know, and that's what I do is I don't, I mean, not saying that the group sessions and whatnot, um, for hypnosis or, and everything aren't going to work. They can work for some people. Um, but it's much more powerful whenever you're one-on-one and you're able to put those suggestions in the way that the person says them, you know, because your subconscious understands the way that you talk, if that makes sense. And so... I'll reiterate what you tell me you want that change to be in your language. And that way it, it kind of latches onto that a little better. Um, and so, you know, it, there's no, you know, exact number of sessions that it would take for anything. Um, there is conscious uh, home play, because we don't like the word homework, uh, home play that I give you to re- reinforce, you know, because repetition is key. Um, I, I have people for an hour out of a week, <coughs> excuse me, for an hour out of a week and your subconscious and the rest of the world has you for the rest of the week, you know? So we got to work on, we, we, I work on, um, repetition with you throughout the week. I record MP3s for you to listen to, um, and give you homework that's going to help, uh, solidify that change. And so, you know you have to really want to change and um it's it's when your subconscious mind and your conscious mind are just at at uh button heads and we want to get them going in the same direction and we use hypnosis to do that
0: do you find that so when i do like i do card reading and things like that with oracle cards and one of the things i find is that if somebody is feeling is more closed off and Doesn't really kind of believe that it's possible that I can read the energy? Or do you find it's easier for some people to be hypnotized than others, depending on kind of where they fall in this like belief or just being able to let go and let in? Does that Um, make
1: sense? Yeah, no, I definitely do. Um, Most of the time when people come to me, they've, you know, expelled all other. Uh, ways and they're like, and they've heard of it or found known somebody that's used hypnosis and it's worked, um, and that you know fear that unknown actually kind of helps in hypnosis because they don't know what to expect, and so kind of shocks them whenever they start noticing. You know, it's like it. Here's the squirrel over here. You're paying attention over here, a squirrel, because you're so distracted by your own mind saying this is your own ego this isn't gonna work this isn't gonna work and I'm over here like okay it's gonna work and then bam you're in right because you're distracted over here so um you know it really the person has to be willing um and well at least the people that I work with um but in in any reputable hypnotherapist you know they have to be willing that buy-in is what really so as long as, even if they're skeptical, as long as they're willing to try and they want it, they, they want it and they're willing to, um, now if they're just coming up and they're, you know, coming to me to disprove, oh, hypnosis doesn't work. And okay, well, you know, if you're not willing, I'm just, I'm not going to work with you because I'm not going to have somebody spend money in, and, and right. if they're not ready. Um, so that is one of the screening questions that I have is that, you know, how, um, you know, how how much do you want this change? And if that change outweighs, you know, their, their skepticism, um, you know, I find that it, you just don't really find a lot of people that you can't, you, everybody can be hypnotized. It's just, like you said, there are going to be those resistors. Um, and if you keep at it long enough, everybody goes, cause it's, it's not like you can't be hypnotized. Cause like I said, it's a natural state that we go into. Right all the time, you know, it's just whether or not that change is gonna be um, permanent. You know, you have smokers that come in and say, yeah, I wanna change. And I've told them, you know, it's gonna take some outside home play, some outside homework to, you know, uh, for the repetition, you know, and if they are dead set on saying, no, hypnosis doesn't work, it just gives them an excuse and they can go out and smoke a cigarette right after. Now, if they do the work and they follow the program and because it's more than just hypnosis, um, you being a a coach and whatnot, um, you know, that it's more than just a life coach, right? You said that it's it's more than just health coach. Yeah. So it's more than just, I, 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 I'm not doing the work for you. We're doing it together,
0: you know? Right. You're there to kind of facilitate where they have to be the one that actually, follows through with like listening to those recordings that you give Mm -hmm. and right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if, if the listeners were interested in hypnotherapy, but they kind of just wanted to kind of practice a couple of things at home to start, or even anything that you do for yourself, what are some tips that you would give to the listeners, like two or three tips that they could kind of do today to kind of support their own self-connection?
1: Um, well, there's tons of, you know, free MP3s and I actually teach uh, um, self-hypnosis. And so, um, you know, I teach people how to do that. There's anchors. There's if you're going to quit something, um, replace that thing. So if you want to, and I, I keep going back to smoking, it's just a, a common addiction. So you want to quit smoking. Um, it's about repetition. It's about uh you know, not just the repetition, but it's also about replacement. So many people make that mistake of they are going to take away smoking, but then they replace it with something like eating also Yeah. Also not healthy, you know, so they'll, they'll eat. And then they now have, they, they don't have the smoking problem, but they have a, a food addiction or whatever. So it's replacing the, uh, it's replacing it with healthy habits. Um, and, and associating whatever it is that you want to change with something negative. So with my clients, uh, before we do hypnosis, I have a week's worth of, uh, like with smoking, Um, I have a week plan of homework for them uh, to cut back and to start associating smoking with something that's not enjoyable. Uh, I had a recent client, she... um, she, it was really convenient for her to smoke because she vaped, you know, so she could do she do it inside and it wouldn't matter. She could, um, and it was a little pretty thing to have around her she could keep in her pocket. She didn't have to have a lighter, you know, things like that. And so one of the things that I, I have people do is put all their smoking uh, paraphernalia in one place. And I kind of ask them, where, where, is, where would a place be really uncomfortable at home or and then at work, we give a place for each area that they spend a lot of time at, um, that you would just hate to smoke. If that was the only place you could smoke, you just hate it. And this girl said in her shed because she had, she thought she, she, there's a little mouse or something. She was afraid of mice um, that was in there and it was dark and there was only like little, little light and everything like that. And she had to walk outside through a bunch of tall grass. So I said, okay, well that's where you're smoking from now on. And so we do hypnosis. that's where you are smoking. So anytime she had to smoke, she had to consciously want to do it so bad that she was willing to walk outside, stand in that shed for however long until so you make it inconvenient. Um, I also have them start smoking something that they don't necessarily like and only have one pack and they can't go get that another pack until after they're finished with that. So if it's 11 o'clock at night, you have to really want to smoke to drive out to the store, find it, and, and things like that. And then also something. So, like say you, you know, you and you want to go down. So whatever amount of nicotine that you're smoking, you find something with a lower count amount of nicotine and smoke that and a flavor you don't like, maybe a more expensive brand. <coughs> Excuse me. And so you just start associating whatever the change is that you want with something negative, um, something that I had done, uh, after some of the trauma that I had gone through, um, instead of dealing with it, I went to alcohol, you know, uh, I was stressed out, you know, and I, I, I would use it. Oh, I'm just having a nightcap. I'm just having a glass of wine here tonight. You know, I would start to, I've, I've worked with my hypnotherapist, but I also, cause I started associating that with something uncomfortable. You know, I could only take a sip of the glass of wine when I was outside. I made it the chicken coop because I don't like the smell out there, (laughs) you know. So I would pour my glass of wine out of the chicken coop. I had to go out there, walk out there to drink that glass of wine. And so if I'm doing the dishes or hanging out with the kids or doing whatever, I would have to completely you know, take myself away from there and do that. And I had to get something that was not so good, nasty or whatever that I didn't like. Um, and it really, really helps. All that stuff outside of hypnosis is very important as well. So yeah, and replacing it with something. Yeah.
0: And I love how you're talking about how, right, it's you have the hypnosis happening at the same time, like with like your recordings that you do for the, your client's and meeting with you regularly. And then on top of that, you're implementing things to make it more uncomfortable or unappealing to do the things that they're trying to give up as well. So it's kind of a nice little like holistic way to do it versus just saying, oh, all you have to do is hypnosis. It's like, no, there's other steps, right? Like it's, just going and talking to a health coach when you want to lose weight, isn't what's going to actually make you lose weight. You're going to have to then
1: exactly. eat
0: healthier foods. You might need to move more. You might have to do some internal work. And so I like how this is like hypnotherapy sounds like it's a very holistic view of really making it. So the environment sets them up for success.
1: Exactly. Cause we work on, I mean, like you, as being a health coach, you work on that lifestyle change. And so I do, um, I do weight loss as well, you know? And so it's, it's a lifestyle change. It's not about, you know, while hypnotherapy hypnosis is very magical, it's not a magic pill. And while some people, you know, it may work for them the first time they do it, then, um, they're very susceptible to that suggestion and they take it and they run with it. Others might be a little more resistant because it's not generally, if you think about a tree, it's normally not just... When weight loss isn't the root cause. Smoking isn't the root cause. There's, there's, there's a root problem there and that smoking or that eating habit or whatever is just a branch off of your tree. And so, you know, you might come into me for smoking and realize that you hadn't dealt with a past trauma and that was a way for you suppressing it um, or drinking or whatever the habit is, eating, whatever. And so, it's about having an open conversation, building that rapport with somebody, being able to trust them and then, you know, being honest with yourself because a lot of times people come in and they have a hard enough time saying things out loud to themselves about what's really going on that, you know, whenever they have hear somebody that also says something out loud, like, okay, yeah, I had, I had trauma happening to me and. I wasn't realizing that I was going to alcohol to help um, suppress that. And so then they hear that, Hey, well, this is a person too. She's gone through this kind of stuff. It's worked for her. Let me dig a little deeper to see, you know, I had this thing happen to me and you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't think about it. And then, then they realized that, well, that's the one thing that I needed to, to address to help me get over that hurdle. And so it's much more than just hypnosis, you know? Yeah. And it's like you said, it's a holistic approach um, to really, and everybody can do it themselves, you know? But it's it's like, uh, I could do my toes myself. I can paint my toes myself. I can give myself a foot massage but it feels so much better when I have somebody else do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Especially when you're dealing with
0: some things that make big emotions and trauma and Mm -hmm. things like that. It almost feels like, yes, if you're doing some self hypnosis for smaller little things, right. Or just when you're Mm -hmm. first diving into it, but if you're going to then dive into kind of all those emotions, you want a safe space, to make sure you're feeling s- secure and safe around it. And somebody that's really knows what they're doing versus you laying We always your...
1: second guess ourselves too, you know? Right. Is this working? I don't yeah. know. Oh, I'm not doing
0: it right. Oh, this isn't right. Oh, I'm not feeling the way I'm supposed to feel, right? It's like,
1: exactly. Like meditation.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So and people get a misconception of that too. They think that it has to be going a certain way. I have people come in and they think that they're going to fall asleep and hypnosis and that's you're not you're very cognizant about everything you actually are more alert because we close your eyes and we turn off that sense that all those other senses you know become more acute you know you hear more you know you feel more because we're shutting off that the the sensory uh sense the perception um and so i've had i have to let people know beforehand you know it's you're gonna feel very relaxed. You you're not gonna fall asleep. You may feel very relaxed in that sleepy type of mood. Um, sometimes you are gonna remember everything that we went over. Sometimes you might not. Um, but keep in mind that your suggest your your subconscious is always alert. You know, and it's gonna be taking in all these suggestions. And I've had people that go under and they don't remember, you know, the session, or they remember bits and pieces of it, and then. I had one girl, she's like, Well, I don't think it, it, it worked. And I was like, Listen, do this, give it a couple days. I know you're saying you don't remember, give it a couple days. If you don't start to see some changes, then come back to me and I'll 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 give you a free session. She's like, Okay. And that kind of helped her. And so she came back. She didn't even call me until, you know, a cut I had to reach out to her just to say, How are you doing? And it was over nail nail picking. She picked off her fingernails, she didn't bite them, she just picked them off, and she noticed that she wasn't doing it, but she didn't notice at first, she just looked back a week later and realized, I have nails, you know, and she's like, did you put something in there about, you know, the, because the, she came to me for weight loss, I'm like, well, yeah, you did say that you wanted to work on nail biting, that you saw that that was a, a side effect of the, she was a snacker, um, of, you know, she replaced it with picking her nails. And so I'm like, well, that's not good. Let's, let's work on that too. bleeding and going down with the quick. And she noticed that she wasn't doing that anymore. Um, and so, you know, it, it works whether or not you're really alert or you're not, you know? Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So I don't want to keep you too long. So, and this has been an amazing conversation, but where, can the listeners find you? Cause I know they're probably like really wanting to learn more. Uh, where can they find you?
1: Well, I have, um, so if you go on my website, it's hire, higher H I G H E R self S E L F and then dash wellness.com. Um, you can find me on that. And it has a link to my Facebook. Uh, and then also has a link to my heal me um, platform as well. Um, and Whenever you go through there, it has my, my contact information. I can give that to you as well if you um, want that in my email. But it has all of that on my website as well.
0: Awesome. So, yeah, and You I will... can
1: send me an email, call me, or, or go through Heal Me and book a, a session, whichever you prefer.
0: And do you do distance se- sessions as well? Or is it all yes. in person?
1: No, actually, I was I was I didn't talked about that Yeah, I do Zoom calls um, for local people because uh, I'm in North Florida um, right on the edge of, uh, Georgia on the Florida Georgia line. And so I do house calls, um, locally and then zoom calls for all other hypnosis. Majority of my clients are through zoom and it works just fine.
0: That's great. It's just like, yeah, we find the same way with like energy work and things like that. It's like, you can do that through distance as well. So I will put all your contact information, your website in the show notes, um, so that people can find you, but it's been so great chatting with you and getting to know more about hypnotherapy because I'm, I'm more new to it. And so thank you for being on the saved by mother earth podcast. Thank
1: you.
0: Tracy, again for being on the Save by Mother Earth podcast. It was so wonderful to talk to you about what you do and how it can help support others heal and change habits that they are trying to let go of. Uh, and to all the listeners out there, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I look forward to bringing more great episodes to you in the future. If you're interested and want to learn more about what I do, feel free to check out my website at Heather Webster Wellness or come on over to Instagram and find me on Instagram at Heather Webster Wellness. I'm so excited about some of the things that I have coming up that to offer everybody for live experiences around intuition and oracle cards and self connection. So feel free to come join over at Instagram and see what is coming out for all of you. But in the meantime, I send off, send you off with love and hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Take care.